everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing the second episode in the U Season 3 universe, or franchise, or whatever the hell you want to talk it, call it. Um, this episode is called So I Married an Axe Murderer. This is going to be just a kind of a quick recap, uh, initial thoughts and feelings of the second episode. Would have assumed by now you've at least watched up to this point, uh, season three, episode two. So this episode is Joe and Love try couples therapy, but their issues may need more than counseling and their friction isn't the only thing they need to make disappear. So... Continuing on from the last episode, um, Love decides to take an axe uh, directly to the neck of her real estate agent, Natalie, who just before dying had been offering her a place to uh, plant her new bakery. And so I feel like right off the bat, we have a lot of evidence uh, implicating Love and Joe at least being around Natalie at some point. There's a lot of people in the series that have already seen them interact and talking together and having some sort of connection. And so uh, alongside them having, you know, kind of like this little bit of checkered past that I believe that uh, Shelly is trying to uncover a little bit. I definitely think that the, the, the strings and things will become to uh, unravel for their this char- these two characters. I like this episode slightly better than the first one, mostly because of the pacing in this one. This one is uh, shot in a flashback mode, or a flashback scenario, I guess. And it's dealing with um, the repercussions of their Bonnie and Clyde-ness, uh, in a therapy session and dealing with parenthood. So the a big chunk of this is uh, them sitting down with a therapist, figuring out, you know, how to work as a team. And we find out that they really don't trust each other uh, at all. And even through the episode, as they work through it, they still don't 100%. <laughs> they have not learned their lesson by the end of this. So... um. I like this episode better than the first one because of the flashbacks, because there is this hook of damn it, love has be, you know, made an impulsive kill. And uh, I think I was calling Joe impulsive a lot in the first episode. Uh, they really both are. And uh, you know, sometimes they can be more detailed oriented than not. This time they did not uh, take into consideration that the person they had killed, Natalie, her husband has essentially a ring tracking device that shows heart rate, uh, blood sugar monitor, all this types of stuff all through a ring. So um, there's a possibility, we don't know yet, but uh, her ring might have stopped showing a heart rate when Natalie was, you know, hitting the hitting the uh, jugular with a, uh, an axe. And so um there is uh there that is the initial hook um that there might be a lot more strings attached to this specific murder than 
um, what it is normal. And so Joe is, he he's trying to leave this life behind. Love, she I think she just wants the attention of her husband is what it really, really comes down to. Um, this episode does feel a little bit like words of affirmation shown in a television setting. It's like, almost feels like this is speaking towards couples that are having a kind of a tough time. And I, I could definitely see people taking the words that are, you know, said from the therapist to heart and, you know, working as a team. I do think that it's almost like, thera ironically, it's therapeutic to hear that from a therapist on television, uh, what might actually help you in your real life with uh, uh, having difficulties with your spouse. Um, especially under the guise of being parents, um, or not under the guise, but actually being parents, uh, on, you know, watching people become parents on television versus actually becoming parents in real life. Um, you know, the, the mirroring of it can become uncanny, um, uh, in, in the similarities is what I'm saying. So, uh, a couple of the things I need to bring up is, uh, this new boy that has come out of nowhere. It's, uh, Dylan Arnold plays Theo, who is, uh, Nat, uh, who's, uh, uh, Scott Speedman's son from another marriage who it is, uh, that dude, that husband's name, Natalie's husband's name's Matthew. Um, Theo is definitely hitting on Quinn. He is trying to get all up in that. I'm telling you, Theo needs to cool his jets before he ends up. His his ass is literally going to be in the glass box. I think we need to make some make some bets on who's going in the glass box. So based off the cast of every and everyone that we've seen in the last in the first two episodes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Theo is going to find out you know, some real intense stuff. He's going to get way too close to love and, and, and either love or Joe is going to have to throw Theo in the glass box. We'll just call it the box. Uh, good chance that Scott Speedman ends up in the box. Uh, you don't want an angry Scott Speedman in a box. He, he'll be flipping, bouncing the hell off of everything. He's always, that, that dude always plays really intense, really well. I like that. Um, he plays like cool, but intense at the same time. Like he's like, he always feels like he's having to deal with something, but it's like he doesn't want to put it on you kind of thing. It's like, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm doing something right now. I don't want to have you don't want to, you know, piss you off. But that's what Scott Speedman kind of portrays, in my opinion. Uh, Toddy Gra Gabrielle as Marine. She is the finest librarian I've ever seen in any portrayal of anything. I forgot to mention her in the first episode that her kind of having this, you know, one or two lines, I was like, this lady is gorgeous just to be standing there for, you know, one or two lines. And I had no idea she was going <laughs> to be in the series longer than the, the Natalie character. Cause I thought the Natalie character was going to be kind of the seducer for Joe. I think Joe is going to be seduced by Maureen. I think she's gorgeous. And I think that they, they kind of have some really good rapport. Um, and so, let me see if there's anything else. Uh, I think that's about it. So I think Theo's going to get too close to love. Maureen's going to get too close to Joe. Dottie, the grandma, I really don't have any clue about her. She might, I mean, she's pretty young and fine too. I'm not going to lie. Saffron Boros, um, she could easily be in the same. I, I think she's about as old as Scott Speedman. So maybe they might be hollering at each other. I could see like Speedman 
trying to holler at somebody else, like him not giving a shit about his, you know, dead wife. He's like, well, fuck her kind of thing. But I, we don't really know too much about this character. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good episode. I, like I said, the, the pacing in that first one was really dragging its feet for me in some of the, the love scenes. I was like, all right, I get it. They don't want, they're not thrilled about being parents. They're not thrilled about being together. They're not thrilled about having a body in the basement. But now we have some like, uh, we're on the same team. It feels like this second episode really gets everybody back on track. And we have an idea of where the, the season's going to go. Uh, I do kind of feel like they they probably could have mashed this first and second episode into one. It do, does feel a little bit long, in my opinion. But the second one, um, I hope, determines the pacing for the rest of the season. Uh, anything else we need to check out? Like I said, I enjoyed the therapist talk. Uh, sometimes therapy talk and, and television shows can be a little bit uh, uh, too much to handle or it doesn't feel like it goes anywhere. I feel like this was good and the way that it was told with, uh, you know, inter interweaving, you know, oh, you're not actually murderers. And then actually finding out that, you know, cut, you know, hard cut to them like building a glass box in their basement for where they're eventually going to throw some people later in and uh, they do have the keys uh hidden in separate locations for if they try to throw each other in there um just to show that the the trust is not out you know it's still not there um you know they may be on a team but they're not playing 100 percent for with each other so um yeah like i said technicals all looks good sounds good um, like the music, I don't think I talked too much about the music in the, uh, previous, um, cast, but yeah, it is, um, it's definitely a good one. I need to see some people are saying, uh, okay. So top reviews, it's great. I'm loving the pissed off, hate my life. Then right back to business attitude that Joe's most inner thoughts love, uh, the, uh sorry, Joe's most inner thoughts. Love it, cracking me up some too. I agree. I Joe's inner monologues um are getting better and more witty as they go. I feel like sometimes they feel like just lines. I, I, probably at the beginning of this season one, it felt like lines that he was of thoughts that he was thinking throughout the day, and it wasn't necessarily immediately to the moment. But I do think they're writing and curtailing more of his thoughts to the moment. Like they were talking about how one dude reminds him of like a, a Neville Longbottom character, you know, kind of a loser that hasn't really done too much, but then he changes his thoughts and his inner monologue almost, uh, interchangeably as this guy's talking to him, which is feels good. It feels like it were, we're actually in his head, um, even more in real time than just you kind of, going along the day with him. So yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm going to continue on. I'm like I said, I can't promise episode podcast for each of these episodes because of, uh, uh, just don't have the time for all of that, but I hope you like these first two episode recaps. Let me know how to improve. Um, let me know what you thought about the second episode. Let me know what you thought about the season predictions. Who's going in the box, everybody going in the box. Um, you know, it kind of takes the uh, wind out a little bit of putting one of the two in the box, um, thinking one of the two are going to be in the box, but maybe, maybe one of them might. Um, but yeah, I think biggest, biggest two people, maybe three that we might lose 
And by the end of the season, Sherry is not looking good. She looks so displeased with having love inter interact as a, sorry, having share, having love as a baker on her street or whatever, you know, in her neighborhood, not up in here, not happening for Sherry. Um, Theo going to get too close to love. So that's going to be bad news bears. Um, and, uh, Speedman, I, the thing is he's a tech guy, so he's going to be able to have a lot of, uh, uh, breadcrumbs for if anything happens to him. So we got to kind of keep an eye on that. Uh, anything else? Oh, I did like the, um, the little birthday party they went to. I thought there was some funny rapport between the guys and stuff like that. The, the, when, when they really try to put, punch up the comedy, I think it does work. Um, which, uh, was another thing I didn't find myself really laughing in the first episode. I felt myself, I was like, oh God, this is like miserable to watch a little bit. Like from the standpoint of like, uh, the worst parts of parenthood, I guess, you know, the no sleep, the constant changing, the constant, the constant bickering. The, I was like, this is like a lot to handle. I was, um, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to binge this all in <laughs> these, uh, these episodes super fast. If it's going to be just like, you know, the, the dangers of, uh, the warnings of about to be in uh, a parent parenthood, that type of thing with somebody that you were not interested in. It's like, Oh my goodness. So it didn't feel like that by the end of this episode, which is what I'm liking. We are on a team and, um, yeah. Uh, let me see anything else. I think that's about it. All right. Let me know what you thought about the episode, the review and, um, check, uh, look at com. Check out, Patreon.com slash look at our podcast for uh, the reviews early. All of the Patreon uh, Patreons get the uh, podcasts early, reviews of movies over five years old, um, the full library, all those options or different tiers on Patreon.com slash look at our podcast. Once again, subscribe on YouTube, thumbs up, do what you can to support. Uh, every subscription is approximately, what is it? 0.01% of, uh, uh, of going to a thousand to be able to be monetized. I would really like to be able to be monetized, uh, as soon as possible so that we can get, um, uh, some revenue generated for the channel. So anything you can do to support the podcast would be extremely beneficial. Thank you for being a loyal listener and, um, yeah, take it easy.